now that the mic is on, it sounds better, you're saying? Yeah. So it sounds like we're ready then. Yeah, I think so. Welcome to the Dan and Jordan Show, right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. And we're back. It's 7 o'clock. It's Saturday. You know what that means. It's time to make up some stuff. On Edmonton's best improvised sketch comedy show, the Dan and Jordan Show. So sit back and relax. Or sit up and don't relax. Do what feels right. Welcome to security. I'll be going through your bag today. Just uh, put your luggage on the belt. Do you want my belt as well on the belt? Yeah, put your belt on the belt as well. Okay, it's there on there. There you go. All right, great. I'm just going to be uh, going through your stuff. Okay. My name's Frank, by the way. Hey, Frank. Nice to meet you. I am uh, Phil. Oh, Phil. Sorry, no. it's Philip. It's Philip. I should full Okay, yeah, you're supposed to give me your know, full information, I'm, sir. I realized that after I said it, but... Well, I've noticed you got some broccoli here. Yeah, a little bit of broccoli. Well, we can't lie. You take broccoli on the plane, sir. I was going to check this bag. You were going to check this bag? Yeah. This isn't your carry-on. No, this see. is my carry-on. I'm, I was going to check this one. You know, I know you can't bring broccoli on a flight. Not since not since that terrible day. The mass gas attack. Yeah, I don't want to... Listen, I didn't want to bring it up too much. I figured that's probably the worst thing to bring up here in an airport. Have but. you had broccoli before your flight today, sir? Let me smell your breath. All right, we got code six. No, come code on. I had six, broccoli everybody. yesterday. I had I didn't need anything today yet. I had broccoli yesterday. How many hours ago was your last ingestion of broccoli? Probably like, you know, 10 to 12 hours. 10 to, you didn't stop at the broccoli bar? We have a lovely broccoli I bar. I did not stop at the, at the broccoli bar. I was very tempted, but I thought, you know, I got to catch my plane. I left the bare minimum of time to make it there. I thought I was going to just breeze through security. So. All right, you're going to have to empty out your pockets here. You got any okay. receipts on you, sir? Any receipts? Yeah, I mean, I got a couple of receipts here, you know. There's a Starbucks there, you know. Starbucks, a broccoli venti. Well, it's just the name of the drink. It has doesn't have any broccoli in it. Okay, I asked. It's simulated broccoli flavor. That's all it is. Okay. Well, I've seen studies on these broccoli drinks, and those studies came from the mainstream news, so I know they're fake. Okay, good. And those good. studies said that the drinks included broccoli, but I know those reports not to be true. Those are not true reports. It's just so, the essence of broccoli, okay? It's not actual broccoli. I'll believe you on that one. Okay. Is this receipt for a broccoli burger? Well, yeah, I had a broccoli burger. That, that's from a couple of days ago. That's from a couple of days ago, though, you know? I don't okay. know why, why I gave you that one. All right. Well, I also that. bought some broccoli perfume at the at the perfume store there. Oh, it smells lovely. Thank you. Yeah. Now, again, that's not real broccoli, just the essences and the essential Essence. oils that a broccoli produces. I see. And this, the spelling is also slightly different. This must be Italian, right? It is Italian, yes. Lovely. I guess I should tell you, I have a couple of stocks of broccoli as well in the pot. Oh, my God. So. Get down on your knees, well, sir. Come on. Sorry. Hey, whoa, whoa, sir, whoa. Sir, put okay, those okay. stocks okay. down. Okay, I'm putting them down. All right. My hands are up. I got my flashlight right in your eyes. I know. So it's you, really irritating. You're completely blinded That's right why now. I'm explaining what's going on. I can't see what's happening at all. Step away from the broccoli, sir. I, okay. I'm okay. on my knees. You want me to knee back away or would you like me to stand up and back away? You knee back away. Okay. I'm knee backing away. So actually, get right okay. down on, the, on your belly. Okay. I'm on my belly. I'm on my belly. And just like do the reverse worm. Okay. Reverse worm I'm away reverse from the broccoli. Reverse away from the broccoli. All right. <sighs> That's good, sir. Now I'm going to have to swab your hands find out oh god what strain of broccoli this is okay okay machine is that is that a good thing that's a very good thing that's a harmless stock of broccoli oh thank god so you're lucky it wasn't one of the evil strains well i guess i may as well tell you i got some more broccoli in my back pocket you may as well just get oh it my out god. Now. get down on the floor i'm already sir. on the floor i haven't stood up yet i'm still reverse worming god this flashlight is really harsh on my eyes. Is this the same strain of broccoli? I don't know. I don't know. Is this street broccoli? Yeah. 
You get this on the street I outside of problem, our mall? I got a problem, okay? Yes. I've got a problem. My okay. dad was a, you know, a fresh fruit and veg man, and he was always bringing this stuff home. My mom just told me to eat broccoli every day. She said it was the good for me, you know? They didn't know. It was a different time. I mean, things were different back then when I was raised. I didn't realize. Mothers lie to their children all the time, sir. I understand sir. that now, okay? And I'm trying to raise my kid a different way, but I have this problem, and, I, and I'm sorry. You got I, a broccoli tattoo on your lower back. Yeah, I do. That's and offensive. The bottom of my feet also have broccoli tattooed on them. Disgusting. <sighs> I also have, well, it's cauliflower ear, but, it, you know, it's, it's a similar... Similar problem. Well, that you were born with, so I can't hold that against okay, you. Okay, good. Thank you. But the tattoos you chose to I get. I did choose to get them. I, I need help. I need help. I don't need more scolding. Okay. Can you please take the flashlight out of my eyes? All right. Okay. I'll take the flashlight out of oh, your eyes. Oh, God. Oh, God. Give your retinas a break. I don't want you getting... Oh, all I see is bright spots. Well, good. Now, every time you go to look at broccoli, you're just going to see a bright spot. <sighs> so just go with that next time you're tempted. <laughs> when you're out there... You're a celebrity impersonator. You're a representative of this company, and there is to be nobody who knows that you are not the character you're representing out there. Okay. When you're on your break, you do what you want. You can get a sandwich, you know? Sure. You don't have to be on, but when you're on company time, you're that person. All right. That's fair. So uh, what celebrity were you thinking of having me impersonate? Well, it's all what the kids want, all right? So now, it's whatever it kid like, wants. Uh, it looks like what's popular today is uh, Captain Cabbage. So Well, I can't do a good Captain Cabbage. What are you talking about? You can't do a good Captain Cabbage. Well, These kids out here are bummed out, okay? I get that. They might have had a rough day. I they might have seen that. a cartoon they don't like. Listen, I'm... Okay, I understand that. I'm not trying to take anything away from the kids, but I thought I got hired on as like a Jay Leno impersonator because that's what I do, you know? Jay Leno's great. I think he's great. And I did hire you because you're Jay Leno impersonation. Okay, so Give me some now. Well, uh, you know, you know, it's a, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good joke there. You know, I just told a pretty good one. God, that's beautiful. Isn't that great? Yes. It's really good. You're so, amazing at your job. Thank you. Now that's what I was hired for. I'm sorry if I take the art form that I choose to indulge in seriously, but I can't just become Captain Cabbage because somebody hands me a form. That, oh, some kid wants Captain Cabbage. Okay, my art form is pure. My art farm is Jay Leno. Uh, you, you heard about this? You, you seen this in the headlines today? Uh, <laughs> you know, with the, with the thing not, that happened there. That is not how Captain Cabbage sounds. I know that. God damn, that's a good impression. I'm trying to explain to you the depth of my commitment to this art. Okay, well, Okay. you need to be committed to these kids. I want the kids to be happy. All right, well, the kids I are going to be happy. I just believe that Jay would be able to make them happy. You don't need to be Captain Cabbage, cheap tricks. I believe that... Jay would make them happy too, okay? He's a lovable comedian with great insight into exactly. America. And I have been classically trained to become Jay Leno. That's what I do. And damn, you're good at it. That's what I am. And yes, I hired you for that ability. Okay. Because that's what makes America great. Now, I recognize I don't look like Jay Leno. At all. Okay, but that's not what it's about. No, it's not. When you speak, I see Jay Leno with that's my mind. That's not what acting is about, okay? I believe you're Jay Leno when Thank you say you. his voice. I believe it as well. That's the thing. It becomes true for me in you that moment. You believe it because I believe it. That's the, that's the connection that you and I make as an artist and audience member. Yes. Okay? These kids believe in Captain Cabbage. They've never I, seen Jay Leno. Well, how could they? You mean to tell me that kids aren't watching Jay Leno's comedy today? Is that what you're telling me right now? That is what I'm telling you that right now. That is a ridiculous statement. Well, it's the truth, okay? Kids want Captain Cabbage. That's what they're putting in their brains. The day Jay Leno went off the air, my DVR stopped recording, okay? Because I don't want to lose those old shows. Yeah, well, mine too. I believe in preserving the values of this country. That's right. You preserve those for future generations so you can see them. Exactly. And if you're telling me now that future generations aren't seeing them, then what are we doing here? You're going to have to keep your voice down. There are kids out there. Maybe it's time that they learned the truth, okay? 
The truth is, Captain Cabbage is a hero who grew up in the vegetable patch. I know what Captain Cabbage is, and I have great respect for the people who created and became Captain Cabbage. I have great respect for them. All right, compromise. Read the Captain Cabbage lines in the Jay Leno voice. Okay, I will. And we'll, we'll, uh, all right, it's time to uh, take off the cabbage here. Okay. I got, I got my slaw. That was great. All right. It, it didn't feel natural, though, you know? Well, That's not what Jay's about. No, it's not. Jay never ate a vegetable in his life. Everybody knows that. That's right. But you're going to have to go out there and wow them. I believe in you. I believe well, you, you are Jay Leno as Captain Cabbage. And I am impressed with the depth of your Jay Leno knowledge, okay? Truthfully, I didn't expect to find somebody as well-versed on Jay Leno as me. So I respect you on that. If it's one thing that I love in life, it's classic American cars and comedies with high-pitched voices who in- entertain millions. Millions. The voice of a generation. The voice of multiple generations, okay? But now Jay has been replaced by Captain Cabbage. I know. Okay, I've come to that realization. It's the cabbage or the carrot suit. Damn it, I'll be, I'll, I'll be the cabbage, I guess. Okay, good. Because the carrot did not fit. It was uh, it was not going to fit you. You are a bulbous man. Well, the truth is Captain Cabbage sounds a lot like my regular voice. So I'm a pretty natural Captain Cabbage impersonator. And I look a lot like Captain Cabbage. You do. My family urged me to get into Captain Cabbage impersonating. You know that? But I'm like, no. I keep my art pure. I have been classically trained to be Jay Leno, not to be Captain Cabbage. Well, that's a good investment. Because the world does need more Jay Lenos. God bless you. Thank you. And God bless Jay. <laughs> Doesn't it feel great to be back on the ocean again? Sure does. Love the smell of the sea. Me too. You know, you got to look for the positives in situations. That's what I always say. Mm-hmm. Sure. Our plane crashed over the ocean. Sure. That's a bad thing. Terrible and, thing. And sure, we can't smell the sea because of all of the wreckage that's burning. Well, you know. But eventually the smell will come back. Exactly. And we have a perfectly serviceable plane wing to float on here. Yeah. I managed to collect one cushion from the sea. Wonderful. Which is mostly intact. That's perfect. There was still a hand on it, but I just chucked that back in. Oh, well, you shouldn't have done that. I've been making a pile of parts just for us to have some good food to eat. Well, I should have kept it. Doesn't matter. I got plenty. Plenty enough to sustain us. I should have realized it was food when I saw a shark eat it. That's okay. Hey, listen, things are going fine now. Yeah. You know, I got this other piece of wreckage to paddle with. Oh, well, that's good. Our flight was going to take maybe what? 13 hours? So that's how many hours in paddling time? Probably like 15, 16? I've been using this leg-shaped paddle. Oh, great. Oh, sweet. Well, that we can eat that too. Oh, it's actually a that's leg. It's a human leg. I actually thought it was a paddle, oh, but well, it turns out it's a human leg. It's a multi-purpose instrument. Add that to the pile. Okay, perfect. <sighs> you know, I never thought that picking our lucky numbers as our seats would have worked out. You know, I thought we never win on the lottery. We never win when we, you know, use them to bet. As we often do. Of course. But I was like, well, this plane, I'm going to pick our lucky numbers. I think that was one of the greatest ironies here. Because you picked 13, I picked 15. Right. And the only two seats to survive? 13 13 and 15. 15. (laughs) (laughs) But if we would have entered the lottery, big fat zero. Yeah, nothing at all. Yeah. But look at us now. We got a whole bunch of food. Whole bunch of food. We got this beautiful ocean view. I've always wanted an aquarium, and I can see more fish than I've ever seen before. Exactly. Are they eating lots of people that I've made friends with on the flight? Yeah. Sure. But that's drawing even more fish in. It's drawing more fish in to the party. New friends. Mm Mm-hmm. To friends. To friends. I wish we had glasses to cheers with. I was just thinking that, you know, but we can give each other a high five, though. Sure. Ah. Ah, fun.
That is fun, you know? It's funny because I was actually kind of dreading this flight in the first place. So I'm kind of glad this happened. Oh? I was on my way to visit, well, my ex-wife. You know, she lives in England now with my son. Mm-hmm. And they're they're both real jerks. I don't like either of them. They're kind of both jerky, you know. Ugh. Yeah. Not, you know. Ugh. Nobody likes a jerk. Right. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. And on the plane, I you know I had all these friends. You were sitting in front of me, my best pal, in thirteen, and having fun. Having fun. Great time. You know, great time. And here we are having a great time on the ocean. If my wife calls, you know, I won't have my cell phone, but she'll leave a message. She'll be all mad. But then I'll get there, and I'll be like, well, what can I do? My plane went down. You loaned your cell phone to the person in seat 14 who got wiped out? Wiped out. Nothing I can do about it. The plane went down, and I had to paddle in, so excuse me. I'm a few hours late. You know, I don't even think you'll have to deliver that reply. Really? Yeah. Why do you say that? Well, because I don't think that uh, we'll ever be speaking to her again. Why not? Well, she was on the other plane that collided with us. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Was she with my son, too? Uh, yeah, she was. Well, I mean, that's unfortunate and all, but it does kind of solve the problem I was having with them being jerks to me all the time, and that will definitely reduce my child support and alimony payments, certainly yeah. with them being... Well, I guess they won't need these passports that washed up either. Well, um, you know, I mean, well... Or you can keep them for a family no, picture. No, no, you know what? Fresh break, fresh break. Fresh break. Let's have a okay. fresh start. Fresh Back start. in the sea. Back in the sea. <laughs> Man, that's an amazing coincidence that their passports washed up on our, our wing. That's great. Yeah. You know, I was thinking there was more bodies in the water than there were people on our plane, but that makes a total sense to me now. And good on you about knowing that the other plane is what hit us. I was wondering. I was not watching the in-flight movie. See, that's what it was. I was watching the in-flight movie. I was staring out the window. Air Force One, great film. Fantastic film. Yeah, so you saw what happened. Okay, I was engrossed in the movie at the time. Uh, And also the name of the plane that hit us, so. (laughs) Oh, really? Well, you know what? That's fine. I know how Air Force One ends. And until the power went out, I was having a great time watching it. But this is good, too. It's still fun. Nice ocean view. Best pal by my side. A lot of food to eat. And plenty of fire. To friendship. To friendship. I I wish we had glasses. It would be really great, wouldn't it? Listen, I wish I had my glasses. They kind of blew off in the thing, and now I can't see so well, but... Yeah, I'm going to miss my nose spray, too. I tend to sneeze in the morning. Well, you should... Oh, that's too bad. You should have kept that on your person. It's so inconvenient, though, you know? Yeah, I do know. Every morning... I'm going to wake up and take this stuff. So tomorrow, after we get through the night. Which presumably we will. Of course we will. Why wouldn't we? There's no reason why we wouldn't. You're going to wake up. You're going to be all sniffly and sneezy. Yeah. I don't want you to get all grumpy on the boat. Well, I I probably will. If I don't take my spray, I get a little grumpy. We're having a fun, you know, a fun time. You know. Yeah, exactly. We're away from everyone. Right. And we're having a good time. Just the two of us. Plenty of space. Ocean view. Plenty of space, as far as the eye can see. Yeah. Not a bird in the sky to poop on us. Well, if you're not getting pooped on, you're having a good day. That's how I feel. You've been listening to The Dan and Jordan Show on gradio.ca. Live, made up, comedy fresh for you right from the fun factory. So, I took our life savings and I placed a bet with them. Okay. And I want you to know that I made a whole bunch of money. Oh, great. So you won the bet. I did win the bet. Good. The bet was won. I placed the bet on... Something that I shouldn't have. Well, you won I'm the bet. I'm reluctant to so. tell you. Well, how I come? Feel, well, because it was a fight between people that you really care about. Who was it? Well, and I can't tell you that. Come on. Was it my mom and dad? Well, 
It was not your mom and dad. Okay, good, good. That's good. It was not your mom and dad. Good. It was your dad and your dad. My dad and my stepdad, you mean? Yeah, your stepdad. Okay. And your step-stepdad. It was a three-way battle royale. A three-way battle royale? Yeah. Why'd you bring my step-stepdad into it? Just to make it the better odds. So he's, I guess, okay, that's fair, that's fair. Yeah. So did you organize the fight or are you betting on the fight? I organized the fight. And you bet on it. And I bet on it. Well, that's a... That's a big conflict of interest. I know, I know, but I made a lot of money. Well, okay. And you said you really wanted that I'm vacation. Glad, no, I'm glad you told me. I'm glad you told me that that you did that. I'm not mad that the fight was set up. I, you know, if my dads want to fight each other, that's totally up to them. Two of your dads are gone. Like they've left town. They've been run out of town. Yes. Ah, uh, from well, the shame of losing. I know. Well, that's the to your dad. Well, which dad won? You need to be more clear here. Is it my my dad, my stepdad, or my step stepdad? You're just saying dad for each one. I know. And even though at various times I've called them dad, now I have to differentiate them because there's so many dads well, flying around. Okay. As you understand, it's Father's Day. Yeah, I know. All right. Perfect time to have this fight. Like, listen, the fight and I are not in disagreement here. Your dads all came up to me and said, "We need to know who is the most celebrated dad." It's Father's Day. I understand that. It's not Father's is 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 day. It's right. just Father's There's Day. one father to rule them all. I'm so with you on that. So they had a battle to be the ultimate dad. Great. And who won? Well, technically your dad won. My dad because won. Because they won the title of dad. Okay. But who was it before he won the title? Well, I see I, what you're saying. If I tell you that, then I feel like that's a conflict of interest because... You're kind of cheapening his victory in a way. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that too. So part, well, of, listen. The, part of the agreement was that we wouldn't talk about the other dads okay. anymore. Okay. That's... I guess I can abide by that. That seems fair. How much money did you end up making off of this fight? 50 bucks. You made 50 bucks? I made 50 bucks. That's, a, oh my God. That's a ton of money. Off of one fight? One single fight. Wow. We can do this every year. Okay, well we can't. We ran two of my dads out of town. Yeah, but they'll be back next Father's Day. They've been banished because they lost the fight. But next Father's Day they get a chance to challenge and come back in as best dad. Every year. This is an ideal system for me. You know how stressful it's been having three dads and having to deal with Father's Day Normally, it's cost you a lot of time. It cost me a lot of time. It cost me money. It cost me hurt feelings. It's just been a nightmare. I dread Father's Day normally. You got to pick out three really heartfelt statements instead of just going with one. And three really heartfelt gifts that are tailored to each individual. And three cups that say "World's Greatest Dad." How can that even? How can they even sell that? They're to you? making me be a liar. Exactly. They're forcing me to be a liar. Yeah, and they have to know that. They do. So I'm glad that they did this. Do you tell them that you just get one mug for each person, or do you tell them that you get three mugs for one person? I don't tell you them. You just anything say this is it. for my dad. Exactly. I basically just compartmentalize. You know, in my mind I'm saying dad, but I'm like tallying dad, stepdad, step stepdad, just so I can keep it clear. But this is gonna make it so much easier. You know what? We could get in on this action for Mother's Day. You think so? And have your mom and your stepmom and your step-stepmom do a battle royale. We can mm. make another 50 bucks. Okay. Okay. I like it. We'll just bet on it. If we're going to do this long term, if we keep betting on it, it's going to be a conflict of interest. They're going to they're gonna find out. Somebody's going to find out. What? You think that the, the Vegas people are going to want a piece of this? Yes. Eventually, everybody's going to find out. Anybody who has a mom, a stepmom, and a step-stepmom, or a dad, a stepdad, and a step-stepdad is going to want to do this. But this is so indie. It's so underground. It's never going to get commercialized. Okay. Well, we'll see. Cut to one week later. 
This evening on NBC, check out Dad vs. Dad vs. Dad in a three-way dad-off. Three dads battle to become the supreme dad as a son watches. So, my dad is now like basically supreme dad of the world. When we first started this, I was like, yes, this is a great thing. We're going to solve a lot of problems here. We're going to bring dads in, cycle them through, and everybody's going to be fine. Nobody's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. But now that my dad is kind of everybody's dad, well, he doesn't really have any time for me. Well, dads are busy, you know, and dad's job is to provide. And if he's always out there driving ambulance, he just came by. No, and I, I heard s- that. I heard him. I heard him hit his siren and I saw him wave at you. He waved? Oh, my God. I think he what? waved. He took his eyes off the road for you. Oh, man, I wasn't looking over there. Why didn't you tell me at the time? Then I could have. Well, I well, wasn't... whatever. Good. At least he's thinking about me. But this is still a lot harder than I thought. I almost wish that we could go back to the system where I just had three dads vying for my love rather than one dad, one dad who's, dad who's so every... busy. Yeah, who's so busy with everybody that he doesn't have any time for me. Well, he has to love all of his kids equally. I know. I respect that. That's dad's job. And he earned his position. I'm not disagreeing with that. I understand the honor that comes with being top dad, but... You know, actually, I'm kind of disappointed because I would have thought you would have had, like, a baseball glove and a ball ready and just do a quick thing of catch as he was coming by. Don't blame this on me, all right? I'm the one who initiated this whole thing anyway with you, remember? Yeah. Well, I thought it was going to be fun at the start. It was fun. It was great. And now, I mean, it seems like you're complaining about your dad being so busy, yeah. but there's a lot of people who don't even have dads. And okay, like, fine, oh, fine. Oh. But now they do have a dad. They have my dad. Yeah. yeah. So so that should be good enough for everybody. Now everybody's covered. Oh, everybody's I'm the same. Oh, I'm supposed to be happy about that just because somebody else has a dad now. I'm just, oh, well, I don't have a dad. That's fine. doesn't matter. Well. My dad's too busy with other people's dad's responsibility. From all to their ability to each for their need. Okay, I agree with right? that sentiment, of course, obviously, because that's the most reasonable sentiment in the world. Obviously. But that's the way the world is run. That's the way it should be run. Okay. And I agree with that too. It's just that, you know, maybe I'm selfish. You know, I just want my dad to, to love me and only me. I think that is, I think that is being really selfish. Maybe you're right. We'll see what happens next year. Next Next Father's Father's Day. Day. You know what? I'm just going to say it. I hope my dad loses next Father's Day. I, I feel terrible saying that. You know, I'm wishing for my dad to lose, but if my dad losing means that I get my dad back, then I, I, you know, I don't know. I'm torn here. This is a terrible situation. It is a terrible situation. Wow. Imagine being your dad in that situation. Imagine your son wanting you to lose. How that must make him feel. Why are you arguing on my dad's side? Are you reporting back to my dad our conversations? I obviously am reporting them back. That's my job. He gave me that job. I'm doing my job. He, he told you to do that? Obviously. That's what dads do. And yeah, they give your advice. Dad. I know. I know. That, of course. Give me some advice. He said, hey, make sure whenever anybody's around, make sure that you're always listening. Be a good listener. And I hope that you're good at listening. He really stressed the listening part, hey? And he said he stressed the hope more than anything. But yeah, the listening was in there too. He never gave me any good advice like that. He's always too busy fighting my other two dads. You waste your time when you have your time with him. He comes by, he's driving by, and you're looking down at the ground. Well, I was was talking to you. You're supposed to bond with him during those moments. He comes here for you. Looking for you just around your block? I know, I know. You don't even give him the time of day to wink at him. No, that's true. You're right. This might be my fault, too. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have a son of my own, and I'm going to challenge my dad. To a dad-off. To a dad-off, and I'm going to try to become everybody's dad. That's what I'm going to do. That's good. That's good. You know, show him that I learned from him. I want to take over the family business when it's time for him to step down. Well, they say it's all about who you know. Well, I know my dad. Do you? (laughs) 
<laughs> did my first uh, bungee jump recently. Oh, that can be fun. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Hmm. It's pretty fun. Your cord snap? My cord? What do you what do you mean by cord? You said you did your first bungee jump. Yeah, I did. You have a cord tied to your leg? No. What do you mean no? Well, a bunch of uh, people who I owed money to said, you know what, if you do a bungee jump, we'll, we'll let you off the hook for the money. Uh, so we went off to the bridge, and I just j- jumped off the bridge. Wait a you minute. You know, I bu- jumped off the bridge. You jumped off the bridge, yeah. Like I bungee jumped, and then my debt was forgiven. I Hold hold on, hold on. The guys you talked to, you said they were mobsters. Yeah. Well, I owned some money from some gambling stuff. Harnesses around? No. They didn't put you on a hook and then let you. Well, they had me on a hook a little earlier in the day, but after that, they got me in the car blindfolded and then took me to the bridge. Oh, they were actual mobsters. Yeah. Yeah, well, the people I'm placing the bets with. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. How did you survive? Well, I just jumped into the river. Everything was fine. That's not a bungee jump. What do you mean? It's perfectly fine. They just pushed me into the river. Debt forgiven. Bungee jump completed. But a bungee jump, you spring back. Why would I want to spring back to them? These are the mobsters who will, were threatening my life just minutes before, you know? Yeah. No. And they gave me this beautiful option. They said, if you do a bungee jump, we'll let you have, we'll let you have the money, you know? Wow. So they, I mean, they, they were laughing while they said it. They probably didn't think I was going to be able to do it. Probably not. <laughs> well, you showed them. I sure did, yeah. So I don't know why I'd want to spring back to them. That just seems crazy. Yeah. Well, now your debt is free and clear. You're a free man. Free man. You can go wherever you want now. Right. So, bungee jumping, though, I mean, I probably wouldn't recommend it. Mm. Like, it's pretty tough. Yeah. It's pretty tough. I took a lot of water into my lungs. You did it without a helmet, too, hey? Well, of course. That's what, that was part of it, I yeah. thought. Well, I'm just surprised. So, wait. So, you're telling me that I should have had some sort of, like, string attached to me? Yeah, usually, like, a cable. So, I have a cable attached a to me? A bungee cable. What? A bungee cable? Like, yeah. that sounds, Okay. So they would attach a cable to your ankles. Okay. And then it's like a big elastic band, and you jump, and then you spring back. You don't land in the water. You almost land in the water. You think you're going to. You're like, oh, so I like see some the water so- coming. See, that sounds like some sort of torture. No, 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 it's not torture. It's fun. People do it for fun. It's fun? Yeah. To have the mob tie you up by your ankles and then nearly dip you in the water a bunch of times, but you spring back to the mobsters? I don't really understand the fun in that. It's usually not done by mobsters. It's usually just run by... Well, I mean, they do charge you money for it. You People pay... are charging you money for it? Yeah, you pay them. Kind of like you paid for your bet, but they do it for fun. Like, they don't they don't make a bet. There's no bet. They just pay the money. They just pay the money and, and still ha- they have to do the bungee jump? If I would have paid the money, I wouldn't have had to do the bungee jump. <laughs> so I had a recent accident at my house. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of my own fault. As you know, I live by, by the sea there. Yes. And uh, love ship, the view. It's a great view normally, right? But a ship, you know, it had a pirate flag, so I should have known something was up. Fired a cannonball right through my deck window. Holy smokes! Yeah. Then a bunch of men burst in with knives, and they're really great, really great clothes, though, like elaborate feathered hats and. Well, pirates are always very well dressed. That's right. Yeah, and some wonderful, some wonderful bird life with them as well. But. Mm-hmm. So they burst into my house, basically took everything that even looked like gold. They took a lot of my electronics because I guess electronics have gold in them. Yeah, a lot of them do. Yeah, some of the connectors have gold at tips and everything. So I didn't know, you know, I didn't realize that, but pirates knew. Well, Dan, let me tell you something. This is what happens when you build a dock when you don't own a boat. I thought it would be a nice welcoming feature, you know. I it figured is very welcoming. 
I figured, you know, cruise ships would pull up. People who had missed the lighthouse. Yeah. Boats who were broken down and needed to pull over and find, like, the side of the road. Boats who had gone off course and needed to, like, pull over and check the map. It's kind of like a rest stop, I was yeah. thinking, like, for a highway, you know? Well, that your place is lovely to rest at. Thank you. I mean, it's right by the sea. Right by the sea. That's where I like to rest. Unfortunately, it's within cannon range. That's the other problem I realize now about the property. And you don't have a boat in your dock. No. So any no. boat can just, like a pirate, I'm, dock there. I'm just not comfortable with boats myself. I mean, I love seeing boats. I love seeing other people on boats. I love when boats come around. I love being surrounded by boats. It's just like being on a boat is just like, ugh, it's weird. It feels weird. You need a seawall. A seawall? Yeah. I don't want to put up a seawall. Well... Well, is that what's come to? I have to put up a seawall and yeah. not get attacked by pirates. Look, you have to put up either a seawall or a harbor, okay? Because the harbor they gotta like go around in different directions, but you don't want to harbor pirates because they're gonna find their way to you. So well, you need a seawall. That's you know that is one of the one of the lessons I'm learning here. This isn't the first pirate attack. However, this is the first pirate attack where they literally put a cannonball through the deck window. See, and I know a good window guy. We can get your window fixed. A lot of the cannonballs usually land just like within a few feet of the door or the, you know, the beach, whatever. Well, of course, you're going to get a few cannonballs no matter where you are. But this was a bigger pirate ship than I'm used to seeing, you know. It had some really long-range cannons on it. Yeah. So, normally the pirates come in. I give them some, you know, some grog or some meat or some ale or whatever that I've got lying around. Yeah. They're perfectly pleasant people, you know. You know what I give them? I give them Werther's Originals. They because, like that, hey? Well, they're wrapped in a gold tinfoil. Oh, I see. So I trick them. They I say, here's my gold. And they appreciate that, I bet. And sometimes those gold coins I give them, too. Wow, and probably rolled gold pretzels. Yes, actually. Smart. You see, I, I should have known these tips. Mm-hmm. Then I spend a little extra on food, but I get to keep all my electronics. This is the problem. You know, this is the problem here. When my real estate agent was selling me this house, they said pirates would come, but they never explained the nuances of what that meant to me, you know? Mm-hmm. They never said, here's some of the precautions you're going to want to take. Here's some of the way that you can, you know, yeah. keep yourself safe from these pirates. Put a boat in your dock. Put a boat in your dock, yeah. You know, build a seawall. Yeah, but I understand. It's I haven't good view. seen I haven't seen a lot of cruise ships come around. I was expecting a lot more cruise ships, honestly. Well... I'm on a main cruise route. It's like they don't want to come in. Probably heard about the pirates. I'm thinking of selling the place, honestly, after this sell the place? Well, after this, you it's know. It's going to be more difficult to sell this place than it will be to just to buy a boat. Well, I don't want a boat. I want pirates not to destroy my house anymore, you know? Yeah. I'm I used get to them that. coming in and just drinking, but this is a whole new level. Hire Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, what's he going to do? Well, he will do anything you want for yeah, money. Yeah, okay, that's true. He needs money really bad. I know that's true, but I mean, pirates hate Johnny Depp. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole point. They hate him. They're because like because he sullies their name with those fun that's movies. That's right. They're, they're going to want to come in and get him. They're not going. If I have Johnny Depp in my house, my God, I may as well be harboring real pirates if I'm going to be harboring Johnny Depp. Yeah, but if they hate him, maybe they won't want to meet him. Well, the problem is then I got to put up with him, and I don't really like him either. Well, that's true. He is wild and unpredictable. This is like bringing the snakes in to eat the flies, and then you have to bring the gorillas in to get the snakes. You see, it's just a never-ending cycle, right? I start bringing Johnny Depp in. Next thing you know, I'm going to have to bring like an Orlando Bloom in to chase him out. Yeah. And what's going to get Orlando Bloom out of my house? You want to tell me that? Cage. Well, yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. That's what we have living in my house at the end of this. Like, well, he's all the way at the end of the scale. God, I may as well sell the place. This is just getting out of hand. Out of hand, these problems. Now, I love the view. Don't get me wrong. I love the view. Well, the view is great. It's lovely. Everybody likes it. I was wondering what that cage in, you know, in the garage was for. That's probably for Nicholas Cage, I bet. It's a cage cage, yeah. Yeah. That's you know what she said that the realtor said that though she said it's a cage cage and I'm like did she just have like some sort of mental slip up where she said the word cage twice never did my mind jump to it's a cage for Nicolas Cage 
God damn it. That's the end of another episode of The Dan and Jordan Show. But next Saturday at 7 o'clock, we'll be back making up more stuff on gradio.ca. You can find us every Saturday at 7. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to be part of the fun of the Dan and Jordan show, then get in touch with us on Twitter or Facebook. Just go to at Dan and Jordan on either of those platforms and send us something, whatever it is. We'll integrate it into the show. You can also check out at Power Cup Improv. Got lots of fun stuff going on there. Uh, across all social, so check us out, and we'll see you later. The more fun you have, the more fun we have. Imagine more fun. And then it will become real.